You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. What up, though, Detroit? Hello, world. And welcome to another episode of Detroit Bicycle. Here with me today and every episode, co-hosting, we have Bruno. What up, Henry, man? What's up, Bruno? Hey, just out here, man. And uh, can't forget Mr. Bobby Brown. Hola, si, senor. How are you today? Oh, <laughs> I'm bringing that flavor, bro. I just yeah. started the Duolingo. <laughs> <laughs> and I am Henry Ford II. And we are here again, uh, excited about our in-studio guests. Right. Um, where it all started. Where it all started. <laughs> the mothership. The mothership. <laughs> Origins. Where yeah, we met. Origins. Yes, yeah. this yeah. is the OG. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is the uh, compliment to all the other bike rides out there. Right. This is the wow. blueprint of a lot of bike rides out there. Absolutely. Um, in-house today, we have the co-founder of Slow Road Detroit, Mr. Mike McCool. Hello, hello. And the executive chairman, Mr. Jeff Heron. Henry, guys, how are you? Good. Good. What's up, brothers? You guys all right? Yeah. Absolutely. We really do appreciate you guys coming out. It's about that that season, you know? The weather's starting to crack up a little bit. I start seeing seeing people out there making mistakes in the bike lanes. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) (laughs) A few new bike reveals are popping up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 People are bringing out their new whips. This season is upon (laughs) us. Yeah. So, Mike. Yes, sir. Slow roll. For listeners who are not local and who may... Have not heard of us? Wow. Yes. Are they still out there? Both of them. <laughs> right, right, right. Please give us a little history of uh, this thing called Slow Roll and uh, how we got to where we are today. It's a long road. It's Big a long, time. <laughs> Big time. A long road filled with many bikes. <laughs> so Slow Roll started, oh man, are we coming into our... Eighth season, I believe so. Yeah, I think, yeah, wow. I, think I was adding. I, I was adding up my shirts last night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's, no, That's how I tell. Two thousand ten, right? Yeah. No, I, t- I, I think you're older than you think. That yeah. happens to all of us, by the way. It's bad. You know, two thousand eleven. Yeah. Officially, yeah. okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, we started in the end of two thousand nine, and then the first full season was, or two thousand ten, and the first full season, season was two thousand eleven. Right on. So you know, it started really as a, a club ride. Mm-hmm. You know handful of us literally like maybe five six i think the most we got the first year is like about 40 people but yeah but slow roll started uh good old woodbridge mm-hmm. slow roll to slow jams kind of i have that shirt kind of yep. rocking both I, of them yeah, right now. Nice. Yep. Old school. <laughs> and you know it was just a ride for friends to get together and you know enjoy riding bikes in detroit because it's like pretty much one of the greatest things you can do in the, in the city and not only in the city but the city's the best for for doing it mm-hmm. really um and so we started taking people out and we just started opening it up to more and more friends we named it slow world just to you know have that connection with the road and be able to have it be a ride for everybody right that was really important for us to not pigeonhole us into like something fast or something vintage or you know single speeds or cruisers we just really wanted to bring the whole bicycle scene which was back then a little smaller than it is now Mm -hmm. um and you know we just uh let people bring more friends and more friends and next thing you know it's just like year after year it was like more and more and more organically exactly 100 percent. you know it was like 
we had this thing and it, it became something really special really quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think recognizing that we want to really cultivate that message, which is, you know, be in Detroit, right? be on your bike, celebrate it, come together, you know, yes. everybody mm-hmm. come together, you know, it turned into this from a simple bike ride to a true gathering and community building like pretty quick. So, you know, we went from five to 10 to 3000 plus per week on a Monday night. Right. Yeah. And, and, you know, records have proven there have been up to 5,000 at points during the You hear some crazy numbers. Summers. It's so hard to count. We stopped counting. Right. You well, know? you know, <laughs> when you have a group of people on bikes that surround our city blocks and we lap and wait yeah. before yeah. we can move, that that speaks volumes in and of itself. Yeah, a two-mile trail of bicycles is Correct. There's a lot Correct. of people. It it got big and it got big in a hurry and it got big with nobody planning it, and, and, and for a time I think we were all pretty impressed with our bigness. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. People yeah. would say, "Oh, we, we we're look how big we're getting. We're, we're, the, big, we're the biggest ride. We're, we're arguably the biggest ride." Sure. And somewhere along the way, I think we started thinking about, "Well, why are we getting big? What are we tapping into?" Mm-hmm. And and for me at least, it no longer became important that we were the biggest bike ride. But I thought we were the most meaningful bike ride sure. out there. And I still believe that's true today. And I, 100%. It, it right, doesn't I matter so. to me whether it's 1,000 yeah. in the late October ride or 5,000 in the middle of summer. Right. We're still doing All inclusive, the yep. thing that we were always doing mm-hmm. that made people show up in the first place. Mm-hmm. One, of, one of the things that really um, piqued my interest when we first started we out, started, yeah. you were had dedicated destinations. Yep. You talked about. The location we were at yep. or the significance of a building or any any history of significance that many people weren't aware of, even that you had a Detroit address. There's parts of the city that were introduced to a lot of people. Route planning was like such a major thing for us mm-hmm. back then. Um, I mean, it still is today, obviously, but it's just a totally different beast. You know, back then, that's one thing I really miss is bringing somebody to like a historically significant or Detroit unique, you know, some origin story sure. where you can take someone there and explain to them and take a big picture. Right. That's, mm-hmm. that's really what blew us yeah, up is right. the pictures. Yeah. Yeah. Really, yeah. And that was that, when we were doubling each week. Mm-hmm. I mean, we would go and, you know, there'd be like 50 people on bikes and you take a picture out in front of like a mural or a community garden or some historical landmark of Detroit, rather mm-hmm. than be a ter- church or whatever. And then people would be like, what are you guys doing on a Monday night? Right. Like you'd see all these comments like, what are you doing? And then people would be like, bring your friends. I mean, that was one thing I'd always say at the end. Thanks for coming. Bring a friend. Mm-hmm. And, you know, people would bring back two or three. So there were points where we were literally doubling our numbers each, each week. week. Oh, yeah. I mean, go yeah. from like 100 to 200 to 400 right. to 600. Mm-hmm. Like it was just it was wild. And people were like, oh, what are you going to do when you get a thousand? We're like, well, never hit a thousand. There's not a thousand people. <laughs> on there's bikes, not, right. there's yeah. not a thousand people on bikes out here. Mm-hmm. There's not a thousand people who can come out on a Monday night. Right. You know, that's a, we started on a Monday night because mm-hmm. it's a slow night mm-hmm. because not many people can come out. Sure. Yeah. And, and that was really 2013. And that yeah. was the year I got involved. Right. When right. I, I showed up and, and there were 40 people at the first ride I was at. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then there were 75 and then mm-hmm. there were hundred. I remember, turning to Jason Hall, maybe my second or third ride, as this thing was getting bigger and bigger. And I said, how big do you think this can get? And he held up three fingers. And he absolutely meant 300 people, sure. not 3,000. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and for me, I was the guy moving in from Ann Arbor, where I'd lived for a long time, moving mm-hmm. back into the city. 
And so for me, Slow Roll was a way to reconnect with the city and explore some of course, neighborhoods. Sure. But I had been uh, involved in sports publishing for a while, and mm. I had promoted bike races out in the burbs and awesome. around, around the state. And that's how I knew Mike and Jason and how I got involved in the organization. But for me, you know, the city was still under uh, an emergency financial manager. Mm. The streetlights weren't working. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was that we'll ask for forgiveness, not permission. Sure. You yeah. know, everything that I'd ever done with bike bike riding was, you know, get a permit, permit and get insurance. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> J- jump through 20 hoops with some city or the state DNR right. or mm-hmm. whoever. And this thing was just happening. And I was just fascinated by it. I thought it was the most fun thing on bikes I'd seen. And I'd seen a couple of things. Most you know, we, we definitely wanted to have that balance of being rogue mm-hmm. but also organized sure you know like uh and i, I don't want to knock critical mass for what it is but we definitely were aiming for the opposite right you know critical mass did that thing where it brought people together but the chaos and the speed it really turned people off mm-hmm. so we're and it turned us off because it became aggressive mm-hmm. and you know we're like we don't want to be aggressive we just want to go on a slow bike ride you know Pop a bottle of wine in my in my <laughs> right. bottle, in my bottle right. holder, <laughs> and you know, meet in the garden beforehand and ride off. Sure, and it was just I don't know. And anybody on a on a fixed gear on a cruiser, anybody, it didn't matter. Seven years old, you know. So we created this organized, slow paced ride, but we were still you know blocking streets ourselves mm-hmm. and doing all that. And that was a whole adaptive process too. Like when we were growing, it was like. Oh man, we actually got to do a little bit more than what we have been doing. We need, <laughs> yeah, I mean, need, the rides were small enough you could make it through, through during a light. Yeah, yeah. You didn't have to, yeah. and you know, they're holding up, you know, <laughs> lights up like it's like no business now, you know. Well, the police are better at it. Yeah, they, well, yeah, the lights help. <laughs> the flashing lights help. Uh, although I, and I've said this to city council members and the police, I think the people who were organizing the ride, and that's everybody at this table, I look around these faces and I'm kind of. I have to remind myself that from I'm in six years and I'm still the new kid on the block. <laughs> but but as it grew, Mike and others just intuitively knew we needed to do something more. Sure. For me, that moment came maybe my fifth or sixth ride when I was corking. And nobody taught us to cork. Mm-hmm. You just saw, oh, that's what we do. Let's mm-hmm. do that. And I found myself, as it was getting dusk, corking the intersection of Martin Luther King and Trumbull and Grand River by myself. Mm. And I think myself, <laughs> nice. Yeah, the what, trifecta. Over what, there. What? They must have had a lot of faith in you. <laughs> um, I didn't have that faith in myself. I said, Jeff, what are you doing here? Having fun. But but just seeing that. Right. Within two weeks is when Squad came out. That's right. when the orange shirts came out. Mm-hmm. There was this organic. Marshalls at the time. Marshalls. 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 Yes. Yeah. yeah. The, 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 Mar- the Marshalls. The Jack came Daniel out. shirt. Yeah. And, and I think it's a tribute to the people who've been putting this thing on and making it go for. 10 years now mm-hmm. that whenever there's a need or we realize that we're maybe being more of an inconvenience than perhaps we have a right to be, right. Uh, we step up sure. and, and we've, we've done that organically throughout. And, and as we started to partner with the city and finding ways to make it work for them and for us and for the police department, we've continued to do that. Mm-hmm. And I think everybody who has stayed and that's a lot of people uh, appreciate that. And that, that mindset is something that's been present since day one. Well, I mean, I've met each and every single one of you guys from you guys stepping up to help. Right. You know, every one of you guys literally showed up. We're either riding too fast. (laughs) Bobby. (laughs) (laughs) I'm on radio. Pointing doesn't work. (laughs) So, you know, but the people who are riding fast, we're like, oh. You don't want to ride slow? We got a job for you. Yep. Exactly. Oh, yeah. And the next day. Yeah. Next Monday, they were yeah. like, you know what? Go see go see Big Mike. Mm-hmm. Bruno's not listening. <laughs> <laughs> He's riding too fast. Let's give him something to do. Right. But really, you all stepped up. And that's the environment 
that was cultivated. Sure. You know, right. where it, it feels important even though it's just a bike ride. Mm-hmm. But it's mm-hmm. not. It's not no. just a bike ride. It's this, not. I, I, if you don't mind. Um, I always see it this way. And this is, this is what keeps bringing me back is that um, the stakeholders in the – transportation solution in in the city um you can't have a table big enough right. and if it is big enough they can't talk to each other mm-hmm. we you've created we've created the the table yeah mm-hmm. you know we've mm-hmm. created a place where you can ride up and back and forth and around and oh, see yeah. and then hang out there are people who barbecue before and after the rides now oh yeah there's, I mean, there's like there's like yeah. tailgating yeah. going yeah. on now I yeah. mean, they that's hang the there are people hanging out right. with other people mm-hmm. and that's that that right there it makes it all worth it and you know that's what it, it it brings to mind on how it all started, including right. everybody. Everybody, yeah. yes. everybody. And then those people that felt included wanted to do more. Oh, yeah. 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 Absolutely. And, and that's how it grew. I mean, whether it's assisting the ride, whether it's promoting the ride, whether it's being a proper rider. Yeah, yeah coming out yeah. and acting right. Right. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. I mean, all that makes a difference. There's loyal ones that are they're yelling at people to get to the right more than I am. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I almost think some people enjoy it yeah. at this point. They're like, yeah, I get my aggression out on Monday. <laughs> get to the right. But, I mean, you know, there was so many opportunities. You, now we have, you know, people – medical professionals on our ride helping Mm -hmm. out you know uh professional bike repair cats who want to be a part of sag like where can i help you know and i get asked every week how can i help yes yes it's amazing it's absolutely amazing and and those early years if you talk to somebody like hey how'd you hear about us they're like oh my friend oh yeah you know it was very literally very uh uh conversational i mean it was Mm -hmm. just people having a conversation Mm -hmm. which is you know, translated into the conversations they have on the on the bikes exactly. or on the ride. It's awesome. Well, and, that ownership is something we always wanted to to bring out in our riders, especially when, you know, first year, whatever. It's like forty people max. The second year, I think only the hundred and twenty people. I think was the most we yeah. had. But even when we started growing from like the ten, twenty, thirty, forty, we're like, this is for you guys. This mm-hmm. isn't us. You know, mm-hmm. as founders, we were like, you know. Don't come out. This isn't our ride. This is your ride. And we always wanted to relay that message right. and have it be for everybody. Right. It, it, it carried. I mean, it carried. It, it really people does. T- people take took ownership. ownership. Oh, yeah. They, oh, yeah. they take ownership. Mm-hmm. They take pride, mm-hmm. you know, and, and that's what got them. Like you said, it's either either helping in some direct way or an indirect way by bringing their friends and family. Yeah. I got my dad on. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's, yeah. I've, seen, I've seen grandparents on this ride. It's sure. Just, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's wild. I mean, there have been children on trikes. Yes. Literally. Big wheels. Right. It's like where someone asks, well, what's your, like, you know, what's your demographic? It's like everybody. Demographic. All, right. <laughs> All of the above. Right. Like, we'll take you. So, well, you know, that, that, you know that, that leads me to, you know, there's been other rides that have started. Mm-hmm. Um, not necessarily because of slow roll, but because of slow right. roll. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, you know, there's, uh, been groups that, <clears throat> excuse me, there's been groups that have realized a kinship, mm-hmm. but they all started from slow roll. Oh, yeah. And they may have done something else, mm-hmm. started rides throughout the week, but they know and they often do always come back to slow roll. So, um, you know, there are some exclusionary rides around the city. And, you know, that's on behalf of some safety measures of, yeah. of, of sort. Um, but the fact that Slow Roll dawned uh, uh, a an era in around the city 
that made it popular and fun mm-hmm. to gather people of likenesses or not, Lex Loro, to get out there and, and, and just enjoy the city. Yeah, the only thing you have to have in common is time off on Monday, <laughs> you know, so you can <laughs> go really, and a bike. Yeah, yeah. Those right. are the two. That's mm-hmm. it. After that, it's it's it's. You talk to a lot of people and they schedule time mm-hmm. off. Oh yeah, yeah. right, yeah. right. They're like, like yeah, yeah no. tell you, oh my schedule changed. I can't ride. It's like people have turned. Like I've literally heard someone say, no, I can't work this job because it's going to conflict with slow mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean they, they my, don't I'm sorry go right ahead Jeff Mike and I have become amateur weathermen uh, <laughs> <laughs> because, on, because on Monday morning if there's a cloud in the sky uh, mm-hmm. if there's a cloud in the sky in Grand Rapids uh, we start getting the calls we get the calls from the police we get calls from city council folks uh, and we all have to figure out is it going to rain or not mm-hmm. uh, and and that's an interesting way to spend a Monday. Uh, but the only, I mean, no, none of us like weather cancellations, but when someone says, you know, I took my vacation day, I scheduled this sure. two months ago and they can't do a slow roll. We always feel horrible about that, right. but I think it reflects just how, power. how meaningful it is to mm-hmm. some folks yes. that they, mm-hmm. they work their lives and their schedule uh, to come down and be part of what we do on Monday nights. They'll drive. Right. It's oh, a yeah. drive like yeah. hours. Yeah. Yep. But like, oh, I, you know, you got to cancel. You got to tell me early. And we say, we got to tell you as early as we possibly mm-hmm. can because we don't want to cancel. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm, I'm sorry I'm late. I was crossing the bridge. <laughs> <laughs> right. So you've got people adjusting their schedules. You've got people moving to the city, mm-hmm. you've got people spending more time in the city because of experiences based off of slow roll. The influence is, is heavy. So It is. You know, bars and people have like great Monday nights now because of mm-hmm. slow roll. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of places will tell you their best night of the week is a Monday night. And that's not even where we're starting. That's just in the city. Right. Because people flock and they like and oh, they, yeah. they disband. And that's a big difference between like something like slow roll and something like a big sports event mm-hmm. or a concert because a lot of people are coming in Just and they're coming that. out. Right. Yep. Right. Slow roll. We're like, no, let's slow this down a bit. Mm-hmm. You know, let's take away this car. Let's take away this speed and frustration. And like, let's just really open people's eyes mm-hmm. of what's going on around them in the city. And that really, um, it developed like a culture behind it, obviously. Most but, definitely. But it's just, Yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> it's, sometimes I, I can talk about this for literally hours, but sometimes I still get caught off by it because it's mm. so humbling. Mm. It's like it's wild. You know, every week I could be busting heads with everything all day and be like, oh, my God, slow world. Got to do this. Got to do this. And it's like things are hectic and things are crazy. Mm-hmm. And you got all these people coming at you. And I'm like, God, this is so hard and it's so much work and blah, blah, blah. And then we get like a block away and I'm like, <laughs> yep. oh, yeah, there's like kids coming out of their houses mm-hmm. and waving at yes. us. And like you're a parade and everybody's cheering you on. And it's just like you, you still you, see people showing up. Still people excited. showing up yeah. and like yelling and you turn around and you see this line behind you and you're like, oh, mm-hmm. like this is just it's amazing that it's even able to happen. Exactly. It's amazing that we were able to handle it the growth, mm-hmm. like all of us handle oh, yeah. that growth yes, and like yes. make it happen. And then the city embracing it, Yes, you know, cause really like I was saying, we were dancing that balance of being rogue, but organized. And they mm-hmm. did recognize that. Yeah. So, you know, they even said like, we were, you know, we see you guys, we see your right. growth. Let's work this out. Yep. Like yep. they had no interest, mm-hmm. no interest in trying to stop us. There was never, <laughs> That's Since awesome. the day we started, ever been a conversation with slow roll? Can't, we can't do this. Yeah, that's never even been Fantastic. on the playing field. Right. Early on, we were being averted and being stopped mm-hmm. by police. 
Oh yeah, I remember. That's that's when they caught you. Yeah, <laughs> if, you, if, you, if you got caught, if you got yeah, caught, if you got caught, there might have been a slight issue. <laughs> there might have been an issue. A little bit there, of beating there, traffic. There may but, have been a ticket or two, right? Even and now, and I now mean, just to see that Officer Porter, he leads us every week now. They, they, his his people do a great job. Support, oh, yeah, shout out to the shout out yes. to the DPD. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Well, to be embraced like that. Is just it, it shows. It, mm-hmm. It's a testament to slow roll. It's a testament to the city, and it's a testament to what's going on around here. Especially, you know, nine years ago, right? So, you know, there's been a lot of change in these nine years. A lot of change. oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, look, cycling culture, the city, everything. It's and you know, slow roll played a small piece in that. Like yeah. you said, people are moving back for it. They, they got a velodrome. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hey, there are um, there are several several. Indicators that I think that are indicators to the success or what how it's how slow world is added to the city and it's mm-hmm. um, the increasing number of bike shops. Oh yeah, oh, you know yes. I mean? um, when we we first started riding together, um, you knew where your friends were by their bike in <laughs> right. front of you know whatever establishment they might have oh, been yeah. in, you know locked mm-hmm. up in front of. Mm-hmm. That's and crazy. You'd, it's you'd, it's you'd, not. You it's would not, know every person on the road. Yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. possible now. No, 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 it's not. Mm-hmm. No, like every tenth bike. You're like, oh, I know that. <laughs> is that that grip tape? Yeah. Yep. I, that. Well, I think the bike culture is changing the, the way the city is changing. And it's changing dramatically and it's Great changing point. quickly. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the things that we do, uh, and it's one of the reasons I say we are coincidentally a bike ride. We are this absolutely huge, amazing bike ride. But we are also this now 10-year conversation that's taking place among the city, among our riders, among our riders who don't live inside the city. Mm-hmm. Um, and the dynamic of, well, who are these people that are causing this inconvenience and is this worth it right. um, is, is, is a useful conversation to have mm-hmm. because when suddenly there were four or 5,000 of us on a Monday night <laughs> and nobody had given permission, nobody had asked for permission mm-hmm. and people were rightfully asking, who are these people <laughs> com- coming through my neighborhood? Yeah. Right. And, and it immediately led to conversations about respect, mm-hmm. about welcoming new people, how you welcome new people, how new people learn to be in the city. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the best things we did was just not moderate our, our, our um, Facebook pages. We allowed that dialogue sure. just to run free form and for people to talk to each other after the ride the way they talk to people to, to each other on the During ride. It, right. And I think it's creating that understanding. And that's how you learn a lot too because you get different opinions from mm-hmm. different people and oh, you yeah. get to judge yeah. what's really um, going on out there. I, I tell people that I, that I think that's what we do, that our fundamental nonprofit mission is that we bring people together who wouldn't ordinarily spend time together mm-hmm. and right. we take them slowly on a bike where it's hard to be angry to a, <laughs> to, a, to a place they might not ever go. Sure. And then they can sort out for themselves where the meaning is in that because right. everybody has their own meaning. Everybody draws something different from slow roll. And we don't have to shape it and we don't have to govern it. Well, and we, we don't just, even have to validate it. We just have to just be glad we have it. Yes. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just just recognize that it exists. It's, like, there you go. It's different I, for everybody. Right. Oh, yeah. it, it, it is fundamentally self-validating. Yeah. No, right. no, it's, it's nobody, nobody comes to slow roll because of anybody at this table or anybody who no. might ever have sat at this table. Exactly. People come to this ride for themselves uh, and, and they find that meaning and they give of themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, people, there, there are only a couple things you need to have – Available to you to be successful in slow roll. You got to have a bike, <laughs> yep. uh, and you got to have working condition. You got to have some curiosity yes. yeah, and a tube, yeah. and, and you got to have some curiosity and some respect. And if you're willing to bring that out on a Monday night, then you will find meaning. Plain and simple. And, and you can find yourself riding next to a school teacher, riding next to a doctor, riding next to someone unemployed, a student. 
That's the beauty of it. There mm-hmm. is no criteria no. of who is allowed to come. Be neighborly, talk to your neighbor, wave and speak to the neighbors. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah, and respect for where we ride through. Yeah. You'd, you'd be amazed yeah. of yeah, that, what you can find. That's out. actually come a long way, too, that, the point you were making, Mike, about people respecting the neighborhoods. Oh, yeah. People, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it was – people are now – self-enforcing that and the people on the ride are like no pick that up yeah yeah yep. you know don't do that no. yeah get we off that we don't sidewalk do that yeah we don't do that that's mm-hmm. not how we get down because it you know it's easy to get caught up in it because it's a lot oh you yes. know i mean there's yes. like, oh, yeah. it's a major it's, event it is it's major oh the first time you go <laughs> oh it's like yeah. falling down the rabbit hole <laughs> yeah. you're like what yeah. right you can't believe what you're saying mm-hmm. like it's so sensory overload mm-hmm. the sound you know the sounds of the bikes the sound of the conversations the sound of the, the music, music the, yeah the, 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 the bikes itself. the lights yep. the people well you know I think we developed a pretty cool thing. Yeah, yeah. I think so. <laughs> I think so. I mean, so cool, it's spread, actually. Right, yeah. yeah. We do have uh, rides in other cities. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they've all been a little on and off, but we got some some great rides out there. Buffalo. Oh, Buffalo's, Buffalo's amazing. Buffalo's yeah. crazy. Amazing. Buffalo Doing is amazing. I mean, they really even took what we did and almost really made it better. <laughs> they, they, <laughs> or maybe yeah. even do it better. I don't know. Well, the inclusion that they that. had with everyone off the get helped a lot. Yes. So. Well, I mean, you know, we made the model. Right. You know, and mm-hmm. it's like. There's a they they didn't have to go through a lot of the growing pains the that growing we had pains, to go through big time. because we we could tell them mm-hmm. you know, and they started is, on second base. Oh right. yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. So there's Buffalo, um, Chicago, Chicago. oh Cleveland still Cleveland Cleveland's still going. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, um, DC's on a break, right? Mm-hmm. But still, they're gonna be gonna be back. Yeah. Um, overseas, I mean, we've had a, a number of overseas. They've been on and off, but we've had. Two different rides start up in Sweden. Mm-hmm. I had a guy do one, two seasons in Iraq. I remember mm-hmm. that. I got, hey, I got the slow roll <laughs> tea for that. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Um, I had a girl do a season in Germany. Um, what else was there? I think that's it. Yeah. So it, it's it's a worldwide yes. phenomenon. Well, I mean, we get out there and it's like, you know, not only are we opening up this conversation about the city amongst its residents and non-residents in the area – but the conversation has been opened up and had a light shine on Detroit internationally. Yes. I mean, we've had, you know, amazing press and, and stuff come out about slow roll in Detroit. So the, the worldwide effect of what we did for the city is, I feel like it's pretty substantial. I mean, <laughs> I've done so many freaking videos and mm-hmm. commercials and interviews and newspapers and tv programs it's it's really like all over the country all over the world it's really pretty incredible because it it, it's something that catches you and even if you're not here and see it really the feeling comes across you know it's definitely special yeah and and it's not it's not hard to see it no because you you just see these smiling faces rolling around you yeah it's, it's infectious it's Everybody's so infectious so you hear the music. And, it's, and it's monday night yeah, yeah. you know what i mean yeah. like that erases anything that no matter how crappy your day was you know oh my God. you the, forget the bikes yeah, you, the bikes you see the people you see the i mean like we when we do the halloween ride the costumes oh you see it's mm-hmm. like really people put a lot of work into it and like everything that's come of it like you said, all these other rides, all these clubs. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. like how many Club clubs game. are in the city? Yes. It's like, it's crazy. So, I mean, I don't want to ever claim responsibility for all that. I think we just played a crucial part 
at a crucial time in the city. Exactly. You know, it was very critical that we strike, struck that right chord at the right time. Mm -hmm. yeah. So we are really very lucky that it really even happened like this. Because if we started Slow World today, it no. wouldn't be what it is. True. No. It. No way. Because it's the city's different and just – it's timing. It's timing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and energy doesn't die. You know, energy transforms. <clears throat> and I think that one of the things we did was tap into some kind of energy. Mm -hmm. uh, people felt a need to connect the way they were doing. And, and, and that some people have taken that energy and they're doing other things. Mm -hmm. uh, I think we can all around this table be proud of that. Certainly. That yeah. Mike, Mike's right. We didn't create the bike clubs. But people came to Slow Roll found bike clubs, mm -hmm. oh, yeah. hung out with bike clubs, started their own bike mm -hmm. clubs. People started their own rides. Uh, people learned of other rides in addition to slow Exactly. Road. They wanted yep. to go faster. They wanted mm -hmm. something more fitness-oriented mm -hmm. than, than we are. Um, I think everybody who comes to Slow Roll, um, they're there for some period of time. Sure. Uh, and for uh, the, you know, everyone around this table has been doing it forever <laughs> and doesn't show signs of letting up. Other no. people, you know, maybe no. it's just a couple rides. Maybe you only need to ride two or three slow rolls right. and, and you've had your experience sure. and you've captured your and meaning. you're good with it, right. But whatever your time is with slow roll, I think anyone who connects with us and then moves on uh, takes something positive with them and is able Indeed. to make a contribution. And so. they're going to continue and go find what, what really fits them mm -hmm. anyway. Mm -hmm. And th and now that's available to them now. You yeah, know, because if, there's so if, many other. Slow roll is not for somebody, right? That doesn't we, we got there's a ride. There's for something you. for yeah, you. There's we a are, ride out there right. for you. We but thank like, you for coming. Yeah, come <laughs> ride bikes. If it's not for you, ride bikes with somebody else. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. just, just ride bikes. Just get out there in the yeah. city. And that was our, that was another thing we tried to cultivate early. Is we're not trying to compete with other rides. No, uh -uh. we're trying to. It's like, not a race. It's not a race. Like it's an exhibition. It's always funny because it's like, well, why are you like so upset that our ride is so big when we're all we're doing is getting more people on bikes. That's the goal. Right? Yes. That's the goal. The goal is to get more butts on bikes. Yeah. That wow. is the perfect segue because coming up next month in May, yeah, this May. year, our uh, mid-May, our new season is approaching pretty quickly. <laughs> Rapidly. Rapidly. <laughs> um, so, I'm not nervous at all. <laughs> and so obviously uh, – the same flavor will return. Uh, there'll be just the, the excitement that we are energized by. Mm -hmm. um, you'll definitely see all of us there. Um, and if you're visiting or if you haven't been or if you are, are just wanting to ride bikes with thousands of people. Who doesn't? Right. Yeah. If you don't want to ride bikes with a bunch of people <laughs> having a great time, I don't know. Right, right. Don't know what to tell you, man. It's like a Monty Python <laughs> skit on, on two wheels, man. It is hilarious. Other words called slow roll. Yeah. Slow roll. So <laughs> fun. Yeah, yeah. We're looking forward to mid-May. Um, yeah. You know, there's a lot of work that goes into this. Um, and I think that's a whole aspect that people appreciate but don't always recognize mm -hmm, because mm – -hmm. Behind the scenes. It's, it's a bike ride, right? Yeah, cool. Just have a little bike ride. But when you're talking about thousands of people managing that on mm -hmm. a weekly basis, I mean, if you told any event coordinator that you host a 3,000 person event every week, they'd be like, what are you, how? Right. Yeah. Where? How? Where? <laughs> yeah. like, In a different place. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? It's, yeah. it's oh, a, different a different location, venue each different week. venue each oh, week. Yeah. Right. yeah, yeah. There's so many ins and outs to it. And, you know, we. We work really hard to do our best to get it out there and and do everything. I know everybody's waiting on the uh, the official start date, but we don't want to jump our guns right. too soon. Coming right. soon, yeah. Very stay very, tuned. Yeah. Very, we will let very the people soon. know. I mean, it reminds me of the old uh, adage of the 
kind of like a duck or a swan, real calm and chill yeah. on the top of the water. Beneath the water, it's just it's kicking oh, yeah. and going <laughs> and going, <laughs> trying to make stuff happen. Yeah, so. it's, it, it's like that. I, I think sometimes we we take for granted that this thing just happens. Mm-hmm. Yes, even, yeah. though, even those of us who are paddling under the water to make <laughs> to make it go. Your comment about what would an event director say? You know, in, in my prior life, I used to publish an outdoor sports magazine, and I talked to event directors all across the state all the time. Mm-hmm. And they know what some of them know what I'm up to. And they're saying, so how big is your staff? I'm going, staff? <laughs> <laughs> You're looking at them. Yeah, the the ragtag volunteers. Well, well ra- ragtag and, and dedicated. And, and, and there yeah. is a kind of benefit in that. Uh, and that is that you know, we had early discussions. As, as the thing got big, as we needed things like insurance, as we had to mm-hmm. deal with the police, mm-hmm. you know, we created a nonprofit and we created a structure. And, and there were early discussions, like, so what is this going to be? And is this going to be how people make their living or not? Are we going to have a big paid staff or not? And Lord knows our lives would be easier if we just said to the paid staff, take care of this. Right. Uh, but the responsibilities that come with raising that money with sponsorship, um, that would it necessarily involve changing the flavor of what we do. Uh, and other nonprofit organizations around the city say, how does slow roll do it? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I think the answer is wisely or unwisely, we, we do it the way we've always done. It. Right. We just, we just get together and make it happen. Make it happen. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and sometimes that's a little windy and sometimes that's a little messy, but that's the nature of bike riding and that's the nature of us. But mm-hmm. I mean, there, I'm sorry again, Jeff, but there's so many volunteers that show up and and everybody finds their niche. Mm -hmm. Like everybody does their thing and it just sort of, it's like, it's like worker ants, man. It's just like everything Mm -hmm. happens because every ant does their one thing and they just do it really well. The first round of the season is always fun because you feel like almost like, how is this going to happen? But then everybody shows up and it happens. It's a it's so second nature to all of us at this table, you know, and every all of the squad that that has been with us for years, mm-hmm. and even our riders, you know, at this point, it's like they kind of know they what's know up, what's oh, up yeah. you know, yeah, and yeah, and yeah. the people who don't are new, they get they they're told what's up, mm-hmm. and you know. Like when we started creating like the code of conduct, man, I remember how much slack we caught for like uh-huh. creating rules and like <laughs> eliminating what, what was going on. But like, <clears throat> it's important, you know, it really it is. is. Have it, structure. It, yeah. it is important to have the structure, yeah. and, and I think it sets the tone, yeah. you know. And we we can't be a completely chaotic. We're no, already we're already no. doing enough. Right. No. God, it, it's so funny hurting cats. Yes. <laughs> so yes, come on out, enjoy yourself with us on Monday nights coming uh this summer and uh just on personal benefit on all of us um you know we can always use the help so if you're interested um come see myself bruno bobby mike or jeff and we can set you up with the right individual and uh, welcome you to the family yeah i mean we need all sorts of help yeah we can use it we need riders we need we need squad on bikes we need squad at the registration tent we need you know it's it's a lot it's a lot happening. It's a lot. So if you feel a need or you feel fulfilled by doing any uh, assistance, we could always use your help. Mike and Jeff, mm-hmm. thanks for coming out. But before we let you go, okay, this segment that we enjoy the most, I think, <laughs> collectively, is oh, yeah. our uh, hot seat, wow. rapid fire, okay. five hey. questions. Okay. And we uh, provide these for all of our guests just to get some insight on you. Okay. Our guest. Um, let's see. Pausing here. Oh, here we go. Duh. 
we'll be doing an edit right here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the edit where he's searching for the right. questions. Light editing. Light, Light editing. editing. Light editing. All right, Mike and Jeff, describe your first bike. Jeff, go first. Oh, um, there were bikes in my childhood. Like my father pushed me down the hill without without the uh, the training wheels on to see whether I could make oh, make, make that go. I'm sure it was just a it's slope. Not a fond I'm, memory. Huh? I'm sure it was just a slope in the lawn, but it felt like a hill at the time. <laughs> no, nah, the, the the bike that really matters. My first bike was my my Schwinn that I bought with my paper route money. There you go. My, nice. my parents had this deal. I was the youngest of four, and my parents had this deal. Like you know, get a paper route, work after school, save some money. Whatever you save at the end of the year will match. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, I was the only kid they ever had to match money for. <laughs> wow. But I, but I saved up enough for my Schwinn and I did not buy it. I waited till the end of the year and then my parents matched the savings. And then nice. that next summer I got that Schwinn. And so was, you were at the best bike on the block then? I, I did. And yeah. my, my block had a number of nice bikes, but uh, mine was the only one that was paid for. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Mike? Oh, man. So the, I mean, the first time I rode a bike, I was—I don't know if I ever told you guys this—but my brother taught me how to ride, ride a bike when I was about three years old. Wow! <laughs> he takes wow. me out back, and he's like, tells my mom, "I'm going to teach Mike how to ride a bike." She's like, "Okay, whatever." And he comes back in about 15 minutes later, and he's like, "Mike rides a bike." He's like, "Oh, training wheels." And then she comes in the backyard, and I'm literally riding around on a two-wheel bike. No. <laughs> and that was That's a little awesome. red, one of those old old-school red and white twins. That was a great bike. Nice. Um, but my first bike as an adult and like kind of what started all this really was a a, a blue fuji that was just fantastic but it got stolen uh, out of my car oh it sucked wah, wah. so then i then immediately after i got my silver gavin oh yeah, yeah. And i still ride Rock that, that about Harper, every baby. slow roll <laughs> nice. so yeah i mean that bike changed so much in my life um you know, I've been riding around with friends, borrowing bikes, you know, going down to Belle Isle. But then mm-hmm. I finally was like, I'm going to stop messing around. I'm going to get my own bike. And it really it, it changed my life 100% because it it reconnected me with the city. It's like, and that's what I wanted to share with people, right on. you know, because it really, it totally reconnected me with the city. And it was, I found myself going out every day on that bike and just having so much fun. Nice. I got, I got to talk about another bike. Mike, Mike, Mike did several. This actually connects to my first <clears> bike. So when I started doing slow roll in 2013, I was riding this mountain bike. And when I was doing sports publishing, I had access to lots of really nice bikes. Mm. We would demo bikes. We would write about cool. bikes. Uh, but what I couldn't help but notice is that all the cool kids had these old steel bikes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I remember visiting my brother out in Jackson. He was like, what are you doing with this bike ride? And I said, yeah, I'm going into Detroit. I'm riding my bike. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he goes, what are you riding? And I said, my mountain bike. But what I really wanted like an old Fuji. And his eyes lit up because in his garage, he had this old steel Fuji. That was a curb find in Jackson. Wow. And my brother didn't find it. My, my, my next door neighbor from fourth grade found this bike. Wow. He became friends with my older brother. And he was out in Jackson. He's just a very thrifty guy. And he saw this bike on the curb and he tossed it in the back of his truck and gave it to my brother. So quite literally, the guy who went with me when I bought that bike that I saved my paper route money for is the guy who delivered the bike oh, I've been man. riding in Detroit for wow. six years. And, wow. and, and my only investment in that bike is I, I put a new cassette on it, but when I got it, I needed, it needed new rubber and new tubes. Sure. And there's no wood in this studio to knock on. But in 2013, when I got this bike, I took it to a bike shop. Uh, they taped the rims. They put on new rubber, new tubes. And I've been riding it for six Same years. Way. 
on the same rubber. Nice. I've not yet had a flat in Detroit. <laughs> oh, oh, you better wow. knock on something. Here, so, I'll, I'll do my head. Just this, this, of... this, this is my season for flat. Uh, <laughs> I think you just right. cursed yourself. Right. Yeah. I, think, I think when you talk about it, it's like a no-hitter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There you go. <laughs> All right, so so you're on your you're on a bike, not necessarily your favorite bike or your first bike. What's your favorite ride? Destination, location? Hmm. That's a good question. I'm a big fan of the Beat the Train ride. Okay. Uh, learned okay. about it years ago when it was tiny. Another mention. Uh, and it's, you know, it's a bunch of mostly male, mostly mammals. Got guys in Lycra uh, coming into the city from elsewhere. Uh, but it's been going on forever. Mm-hmm. And I, I now live in West Industrial and it starts, you know, less than five minutes from my house. First and thing in the morning. First thing in the morning on a Saturday, cruising Passed up by along, my way. Cruising up the river walk with virtually nobody on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you hit Belle Isle, uh, and this time of year you're hitting it as the sun's coming up over the river. Yep. Uh, it's, it's, it's a pretty good pace. So we put in maybe 35 miles mm-hmm. and you get a little bit of exercise, uh, and stop for breakfast in Mexican town afterwards. And it's, yeah, that that's a good way to start a Saturday go. morning, yep. and it kind of tempers your Friday night. <laughs> it does. It makes you act right for <laughs> sure. Yes, that, at, at my age, it does. <laughs> <laughs> not, not Bruno. <laughs> Mike, you know, I'm trying to like actually think of my favorite slow roll ride okay. of all these seasons, and one that sticks out is Dabbles. Um, Going to Dabbles has always been so much fun, and that one ride where. The, that was a year when we really blew up. Oh, yeah. 3,000 people. I remember people. that. Out in front of the glass house. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, were we shooting for Apple at the yes, time, too? Yeah. Yes, sir. Man, that was a great ride. Yes, it was. And Picture ca- perfect. Ca- Midday, ca- everything. Mm-hmm. Did they have the drum circle out on that one, or was that the one before that that we did it? I think before, before that, yeah. So that's my favorite. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was. I remember that one. That was when we pulled up and they had oh, yeah. the drums out and mm-hmm. the music and. Mm-hmm. The stage. Oh, yep. God, that yep. was so much yeah. fun. Man, there's been that. a lot of really good yeah. rides. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw that. Dabbles has always been one of my favorite stops. Okay. All right. Um, kind of alluded to this. Um, what brought you back to cycling? I mean, was it something specific or you always had your bike? What kind of flavor? Um, I definitely had a break from riding my bike for sure. From mm-hmm. like the, you know, obviously like a lot of people from when you get your license, right. mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't, you don't go back on the bike. And, uh, that, bike that i was talking about the fuji that was actually the summer before i got that um a friend a friend of a friend left their bike at my buddy's the, the shack oh right. Right. Yeah, yeah, back yeah, yeah. Had it. yeah yeah and he left his bike there like all season and that was the season of riding our bikes to bow isle like mm-hmm. almost every day mm-hmm. and it was that re that was that reconnection there you go it was getting somebody else's bike <laughs> <laughs> yeah Oh, ironically, I was producing this sports magazine and I was producing bicycle events and I was not riding a bike. Uh, it, oh, okay. b- bicycling was a desk job for me. Uh, and uh, in 2013, uh, the magazine was going away because it was hard to keep magazines going. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I had a rela- long-term relationship that was ending and I was trying to figure out where I was going to live next and how I was going to spend that next chunk of my life. And I wanted to come back to Detroit. Uh, so I, I literally got on a bike and came to a slow roll. Well, first I went to a party at what was then the state, uh, the Tweed Party. Oh, uh, yeah. Cool. And, right. and, and everyone's nostalgic for the slow roll that they fell in love with. Sure. And the one that I fell in love with was very small. But I was in a, a life transition and I was um, 
needing to establish a network of friends in Detroit before I moved to Detroit. Mm-hmm. And 2013 was just a magical year for slow roll. And, and for me personally, and the bike did that. That's nice. what got me back on the bike. I mean, the first couple hundred people I met in Detroit, 180 or 90 of those people were on slow roll. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, and most of those people no longer do the ride. The ride's too big for them. Sure. They moved on in life. But all of those people, with you know, a couple of exceptions, I still consider friends. And when we see each other, we read each other, and we remember that fondly. Mm-hmm. All of that happened on a bicycle. Uh, there you go. And, and so uh, I, my fifth slow roll uh, was the first time I ever like saw Boston Edison up close and personal. I said, hmm. And you know, five months, six months later, when I moved to Detroit, I moved into a, a rental house I was sharing with some guys in Boston Edison. Uh, people sometimes ask, you know, anybody who's actually moved to Detroit because of slow roll, and I raised my hand because mm-hmm. uh, I did it, and I bought a house in the city with a business partner. Uh, and so the bike has done a lot of things for me. Nice. And so I didn't just connect with the bike. Uh, I connected with the city, and the bike just awesome. made that possible, mm-hmm. and I think that's kind of what slow roll does. What is your favorite Detroit flavor? It could be Verner's. It could be. Hmm. It could be. Well, as soon as you said Verner's, it's all I want. <laughs> <laughs> it could be Dilla. It could be Dilla. Yeah. You know, it could be any anything. Coney. Anything. It could be hmm. chicken shawarmas. What's your favorite flavor, Jeff? Love. Detroit's got a lot of love. That's true. Yeah. Right. Yeah. On. That's the, true. The, 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 the flavor that I connect with in, about Detroit. Don't That's get me wrong. Up. I love the food. Um, mm-hmm. Chicken and waffles at New Center at <laughs> four in the morning on a Saturday. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Nobody knows they're open then, but they right. are. Uh, that, that's great. But what? really connects me when I think of Detroit flavor is just how easy it is to meet people, how welcoming people are, how mm-hmm. much people get invested in you quickly. Mm-hmm. They want you to be successful. They want to know what you're doing. They want you to meet their friends who are doing something that exactly. might help you. Um, that's a flavor that this city has that a lot of cities don't. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people choose to come to this city because they can capture that and capture meaning in their lives. Uh, much more easily in a city like Detroit than you can in a city like New York or Chicago or LA. You can come here and be here. And I think love is what makes that possible. So that's my flavor. Nice. Mike? Detroit underground. Ooh. Kind of miss it. (laughs) (laughs) You know, the Detroit underground scene, like I honestly, I feel too old to even really know a hundred percent of what's going on now. But when it was back in, mid nineties to through the mm-hmm. early two thousands. Um, when I, when I really think that's Detroit started, it's blossoming because mm-hmm. so much has been done over the last 10 years. It's insane. But that I feel like the catalyst of that was those, that 20 year period between 1990 and 2010 where music and art, and oh, like yeah. the underground scene yep. of what really made Detroit really cool. Mm-hmm. Like, Oh, what do you do in Detroit? Oh, I can show you some things to do. Yeah. You know, there's yeah. a there's a lot of right, fun yeah. to be had. Take a in the nap, city. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and wear some boots. Right. <laughs> wear some boots. They're, they're, you might good. get tetanus. One last question mm-hmm. for both of you: What's your one wish for the city of Detroit? Mike, you want to take that one first? Oh God, that's a good one. To close down all the streets and have it be bikes only. No. <laughs> hey, hey. Well, hey. I mean, you know, I, I think that is a big part of it. Like uh, the walkability and the, the transportation of the city is, I think is super important. Mm-hmm. I think, um, you know, we all want to see a lot of growth, but we don't want to see a lot of traffic. And I think Detroit is a good breeding ground for like um, showing how a different can be planned. A city can be planned differently and ethically and uh, strategically. Mm-hmm. Nice. Jeff. Oh, I hope we've learned something. 
And we have this amazing opportunity that we're living on the daily mm. uh, and, and things are happening in the city so quickly. And um, my wish is really that we, by, by learning something that we, we avoid repeating the mistakes of the past. True story. That we learn how to welcome folks into the city, lift people who are in the city who need to be lifted. Uh, and that we simply don't accidentally by not paying attention, uh, create a city full of the mistakes uh, that were made in the middle of the 20th century. I always say progress does not have to come at a price. Um, I agree with that. Mm-hmm. I do. I think, yeah, but I, stupid does. Yeah. <laughs> stupid comes with a price. And it's hard to fix stupid. Correct. Some, some, sometimes right. you lay your tracks down for stupid and it's right. there for 50 or 100 oh, years. Yeah. And so uh, we, if we can avoid that uh, and, and come out of this, I think that would be fantastic. And it's a little bit like the old, you know, old people planting oak trees. You're never going to really see it grow. Uh, some of mm. us are never going to see what Detroit will be 50 years or 100 years from now. But I think what we are doing in the streets now uh, is going to shape that, uh, and some knowledge will help us. I agree. In- inclusion is the most in fact, important factor of slow around in Detroit. Yeah. Needs to definitely take notice. Well said. Um, you guys sticking around, right? Um, yeah, uh, we we we're gonna throw it out there. We uh, every show, the three of us, uh, Henry and Bobby and I, uh, talk about three things: our three favorite restaurants, our three favorite you know bikes. What are some of the other ones we uh, uh, favorite art installation? Yeah, yeah, right. You know, preparing stuff. for the season. Preparing for the season. Mm-hmm. So our question today is going to be the one we decided on when we were chopping it up earlier was, uh, what are your three, the three big things for coming to Slow Roll before mm-hmm. you come to Slow Roll? What do you need to have done? What's the must or while, while, while at slow or roll. while at slow yeah, roll, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. the slow roll experience, the pre roll, the pre roll, if you will. Uh, <laughs> the, Bobby, the, what you what you got? The on there? three keys to success of a great slow roll. <laughs> well, I mean, if you're coming down, you right, know, right. for somebody coming down for a participant, for, yeah, yeah, that's for a participant. Mean, you know. Yeah. So, what do you got, Bobby? What'd you pick? Well, for me, I mean, it's it's chop it up with the people. You know, when you get there, a bring a friend, like McCool said, if you can. You know, but if not, make friends. Make friends. You yeah, know, they're talk, there. Talk talk to your bike neighbor. You know, just just engage with the people. You know, engage. You never know who you will meet. You know, that might have a like interest or an interest you didn't even know existed. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you may see a cool bike and you want to know, hey, where'd you get that or this how part do or right. how do you do it? Right. You know, it's a great opportunity yes, to, just, uh, to change. Yes, meet the people, engage with the people. You know, nobody bites. <laughs> nobody bites. We're all here. You know, we all came here for a reason. So just, you know, find out, right. find out, engage. That was a great first answer, Bobby. <laughs> Thank you. Bobby's good at that. Right. Bobby, Bobby, <laughs> Bobby pulls out some gems. I'm, I'm also kind of like, damn it, I should have said that early. <laughs> I mean, for me, that's what it was. No, you know, I, for I mean, me, that's, I that's, 100% agree. I think that's, like that's you say, when, here. when it started, it was, like you say, a handful. And I came in at the point where it was like, 50 and i'm like wow it's this many people riding mm-hmm. bikes and then now it's you know three thousand, and mm-hmm. you're still like wow this yeah. many people ride riding bikes, bikes. Yeah. and we just wanted to be more and engaging with the people is i think one of the cooler aspects of it no question uh so uh mike you alluded to it earlier and i went into my archives and actually grabbed some little flyers uh, that we used to we used to hand out and my thing for first timers or for repeat visitors of slow roll is our slow roll code of code of conduct that was created collectively way back in the day just to get some structure mm-hmm. um and uh we used to uh actually provide these for all of squad to hand out to 
the cars that we were temporarily <laughs> disrupting, pa- pausing, <laughs> pausing, <laughs> just to advise of them what was going on and how we like to operate as a as a collective. And uh, just a few of the ten rules that I like. Um, first rule, of course, stay right helps for everybody else to move around you. Uh, communication, that's one of uh, Bobby's things. Uh, be prepared. Make sure your bike is ready mm-hmm. and uh, rideable. Um, um, stay alert. Uh, do not litter. Do not litter. Do yes, not definitely. Litter. Yeah. Do not litter. Please don't. What, what do I always say? If you see somebody later, make them feel like a jerk. Make yeah. them feel like a jerk for throwing <laughs> yeah. throwing something on your ride. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, and respect each other. Uh, mm-hmm. Those are just a few of the highlights for me of the code of conduct. All right. So what I uh, I'm going to uh, allude to some something uh, Henry said in the code of conduct is um, I know if Grandma Mimi passed or whatever, I'm sorry about that. And you got her bike, and it's probably a really cool old Schwinn. <clears throat> Take that mug <laughs> to a shop and have the bearings redone or whatever. You know, make sure you Tire rod, make sure yeah, you right. can ride the bike right. yes. before you bring it down. Yes. Like we do have mechanics, right. professional mechanics and semi-pro mechanics that are down there and we will help you, but you, we can't we don't have par- bike parts. Right. No. We're not we, don't, we don't have a bottom bike. bracket. We don't, <laughs> no. you know what I mean? We don't have those things. Pedals um, are rare. Yeah. Pedal <laughs> <laughs> That's dead out here. <laughs> Don't leave it. We're not leaving anybody for dead. <laughs> no, no. Um, and take it to a shop. Have yeah. them actually fix it, let you know what the deal is, and then bring it to us. You know, yeah. uh, it's going to make your ride much more enjoyable. You're yes, gonna, that, for you, that first one needs to be right. A- AKA support your local bike shop. Yeah, That's absolutely. Right. Go That's out right. there. Man. I mean, yes. everything you're saying is so incredibly important. On so many levels, because take your bike to a bike shop, right? Because yes. the internet your, cannot fix your you bike. Know what? And <laughs> no. Buy your bike from a bike shop. You yes. know, I get it. People and some, I get yeah. the big box stores. They have, you know, ship prices, whatever. <laughs> but you know what? Honestly, buy it not built and take it to a bike shop. Right. Have them. Yeah, do you that. don't right. want the store clerk in the back of the store building your bike. No, it's right. probably the maintenance man. Yeah, that's honestly, building their bike. that's what they are. Right. Uh, Jeff. Uh, well. Um, I want to say bring your heart, which, which I really mean just bring your curiosity. Mm-hmm. Uh, come to explore. Come to find out what it is that's bringing you there in the first place. That's what I want to say. Sure. Uh, what I'm actually going to say is uh, bring your willingness to become a member. There you uh, go. We, we, we are a membership-based organization. And nonprofit. We are nonprofit. And um, we have membership because we have to have insurance was the original reason for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and we also have to pay for these police. A lot of people don't realize. Sure. And EMS. And EMS. We spend six to $7,000 every Monday night just to make this ride go. Yep. Uh, and our memberships could not be much cheaper. It's $15 for the year. Uh, the first year it was $10. We called mm-hmm. it the 33-cent solution. <laughs> if enough people gave us $10, it was 33 cents a ride. A ride. And that would pay these rather large bills. Mm-hmm. And it pretty much did. Uh, membership has fallen off a bit, not because we don't have people coming along, but a lot of folks are saying, oh, you don't really have to join. Just show up and ride. Um, and I say to those folks, Bring your fifteen dollars, please. Uh, help help us pay those police bills. Uh, it's an incredible value. Uh, it's less than a movie and some popcorn, and it's going to change your life if you're lucky, uh, and it may change your life whether you want it to or <laughs> not. not. <laughs> so uh, so uh, so so bring bring your membership. And for the last word of our show, McCool. Um, 
God, I should have been thinking about this more while you guys are talking. <laughs> no, I, I think I, I'm actually going to touch on kind of what Jeff was saying too. It, uh, bring your openness. You know, I mean, all of you guys are are talking about all the same things because it's like just get together. Yeah. You know, and, and just come. Yeah. It doesn't take much to come. You just got to come and just have a, a great time. Meet somebody. Talk to somebody. If you need to bring something, bring somebody else. There you go. Bring a friend, and then go out after. Oh yeah. See the city. Hang out. Yeah. You know, don't come, don't just come in and out. Really, and really take in what's going on around you because there's so much to see in the city, and we're, I guarantee you, we're going to see show you something new. Well, I couldn't have said it better myself, Mike, Jeff. Thank you for all that thank you, you do. Guys. Um, Slow roll, Detroit, coming at you this May. Detroit, be ready. We're coming. <laughs> Slow roll. Slow roll. Slow roll. <laughs> Once again, this is Detroit Bicycle. We are all about the love, benefits, art, culture, food, and the people we meet on bikes from the Detroit area and beyond. Thanks, gentlemen. Thank you. Thanks, guys.